Welcome back, back pop stars. stars. I'm Rizzo. I'm Benji. And this is Ezekiel Sims. He was he in, was the, in the, Amazon the Amazon with my mom, mom when she was researching spiders, spiders right, right before, before she, she died. died. Did we? Is that good? Or That's good enough. Another one. Okay. <laughs> Benji, what are what are we talking about right now? We are talking about Madame Web. Damn, Madame! That was a movie web. That was. We, it is one a.m. in the morning. It's redundant. It's 1 a.m. or it's 1 in the morning. It's but 1 a.m. in the morning. We just got out of the theater. Yes, and we're going to run down this run run this down really quickly so we can go to bed. Um, I think we should take our time, Benji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're already home. Uh, <laughs> so, well, all right. See. All right. Let, let me prelude. I, I let me prelude. I was going to let you do it, but you're obviously in a big old rush. So let me <laughs> just basically. Wait, well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hi, we are talking about Madam Web, the 2024 superhero movie question mark mm. that takes place in the Sony Pictures Marvel Spider-Man universe. Whatever the flip that means anymore. S P M S M U. They have an acronym out there. It used to be SPUM. It was the Sony Pictures Marvel movies. Universe of Marvel movies. Sony Pictures, Universe of Marvel movies. Spum? <laughs> that sounds like a porn tab that I don't click on. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This whole thing is just a wreck. So we were talking about this movie that we heard was just a travesty. And without spoiling it, we'll, we'll do a really brief non-spoiler review for those who are just curious about what the hell is going on by the way this is the pink popcast podcast we talk about film media and everything else exactly now uh this movie i saw the trailer and i was like hey that looks like a fun weird ride and i want to see it so it definitely presented itself as kind of a throwback movie it felt very like 2003 superhero meets final destination mm -hmm. so that's what I wanted to see, and you know what? That's what I got, kind of. All right, well, what did they get? What was the story? The story was... Tell me what the story was, Benji, non-spoilery. So, basically, uh, Anastasia Gray <laughs> decides that she's going to be a, a uh, uh, me, uh, PMT, an EMT. EMT, yeah, <laughs> ambulance. Drives an ambulance, and Who's she drive an ambulance with? She drives an ambulance with Ben from Parks and Rec. Right. And... Ben Parker ben from Parker. Parks and Rec. I mean, you've seen all this in the trailer. Basically, they go to save someone. She falls uh, in the water and dies for a second. And then when she comes back, she's got, like, powers. And then she has visions about these girls, and she has to go find them. And then there's a bad guy who's like, I'm having visions about these girls, and they're going to kill me. So now I have to find them. Is that spoilers? No, but that was actually made the movie sound like it made a lot more sense than the actual <laughs> film did. You made that sound a lot more succinct than the real movie. I was like, what the heck is happening? You cut out a lot of the up and down. It's like, I mean, this is essentially all that was going pretty, on. Pretty simple story. Yeah, simply put, uh, we have Anastasia Gray, a.k.a. Ka Cassandra Webb. Mm who we do not know if she was named before or after her mom decided to research spiders in the Amazon right before she died. <laughs> right. 
Uh, her mom was researching spiders in the Amazon because she was trying to find a very specific spider that was rumored to have special powers and was also rumored to be guarded by spider people mm-hmm. and that these spider people have the spider powers from the spider. But then <laughs> um, I can take a shot every time they say spider in this movie. Oh, my goodness. Die. You would you might have your own powers and the powers <laughs> would be your pants are on the floor. <laughs> Woo-hoo. And so, I mean. Let's just say something happens in the Amazon and she dies. Yep. And then years later, her daughter doesn't really know what her mom was researching, doesn't really care. Uh, in fact, we're led to believe doesn't really care about her mom, period, was raised in the foster system, doesn't like children, Yeah. Uh, is very socially awkward around children, but then finds herself as the de facto guardian, the, oh, shucks, I guess I got to take care of these little, I'm the I'm the hunter and these are the cubs. I got to take care of these little cubs or they'll get ruined and killed. And so she becomes like this, what is that called? Like a, this, like this little found family. Guardian, yeah. Yeah, a little. She becomes like a kind of maternal. Is, reluctant guard. That I there was looking for the term okay, reluctant. reluctant guardian. She becomes a reluctant guardian of three plucky, and yes, I will use the word plucky because <laughs> that's basically probably all that was used when writing those characters. Three plucky teenage Quote unquote, girls. Teenage girls. <laughs> um, who all in one way or another are connected, or so we're led, led to believe. Yeah. Um, and. Chaos and shenanigans ensue. Yeah. So, what's your what's your kind of spoiler free quick review? I will say this movie was it it would it mm, okay. <laughs> so, if I was trying to get people to click on this video, this is the part where I would say it was the most tra- egregiously trash. This is the this is the most traumatic thing I've ever seen. And the reality is, I was led to believe I was going to be seeing much more of a train wreck. Than I ended up seeing. What I ended up seeing was a film that actually had the ingredients <laughs> of something interesting and didn't necessarily know how to use it. And one of those ingredients I was actually really impressed by was the fact that they had, they sometimes knew what to do with Dakota Johnson. Uh, and I didn't hate the idea of Dakota Johnson being this reluctant mother figure yeah. who had to protect the kids when. The script decided they wanted to have her protecting the kids because there were other times when the script said, fuck those kids. Go do your own thing, Dakota Johnson. (laughs) It was like if a buddy cop movie decided for like three quarters of the movie to not be a buddy cop movie. And they would take detours where they're like, by the way, now I'm in Peru researching more spiders. Careful. This is the spoiler-free section. This is the spoiler-free section. I'm letting people know what they're getting. What they're getting is an interesting mix of ingredients Mm -hmm. that are definitely trying to reverse engineer a non-Spider-Man spider spider movie. Mm -hmm. And it it just keeps leading to the weirdest middling results for a series that I, I just... I cannot... I feel like... I feel like Marvel is painting a picture... And every time they turn around, Avi Arid and whoever is in charge of the Sony Pictures has put macaroni art on their photo. And they have to go, God damn it, Sony. Now we have to write this in. Now we have to deal with your shit. Stop pasting macaroni art. But I make these. <laughs> and they're like, that's good, Avi Arid. Yeah, we're going to put that right on the refrigerator. <laughs> Get and that the shit trash. out of here. Yes, we'll include a scene with Tom Hardy in our Spider-Man movie. You're getting rid of him as soon as they look away. <laughs> it's 
it is an interesting film, if only to say, yeah, I saw that, and I'm not exactly sure what they were shooting for. But did I fully hate it? I didn't. Honestly, Aquaman 2 was much worse. Oh, absolutely, Aquaman 2 <laughs> was much was worse. Garbage. There was a sincerity to this that I did appreciate. And again, there was something there. Yeah, the actresses were trying to like, they were. make it something, more or less. Dakota. I Dakota was trying and not trying. She was both trying and not. Like, she's Schrodinger's actress in this, <laughs> in this movie. She Is was she? both <laughs> acting and not acting. <laughs> Again, I, I think when the filmmakers know how to use, and I will say this about almost any actor, I think when the filmmakers know how to use Dakota Johnson, they used her properly. And her paired up with the three girls did in some places work. I liked it. I will say, like... um, I, as I said, I was like, I wanted a nice throwback type of superhero movie to the stuff that we grew up with as kids. And I think I got it. I mean, like, it it definitely harkened back to me. It harkened back to, like, the X-Men, the original X-Men series, like right. X-Men, X2, like the other, the third wow. one. Hi, it, it, it was like, it was like the OG uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It was like the, uh, the... Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Uh-huh. It was like the yes, Electra, Daredevil. the Electra spinoff. Like it was Catwoman. It, it kind of had yeah, Catwoman. It had that energy of it's there because it's there. It's not. <laughs> it's not for like the the people who are really like expecting it to follow like a comic script. It's one of the ones that as a kid you watch and go, wow, that was a cool movie, and then you come back like 10, 15 years later and you're like, what the. What was that? What? But Except, it's like nostalgic at that point. I will say to this film's detriment, though, for some reason, it seemed almost embarrassed of having like any type of superpowers. No, yeah, it was. It and was so definitely... it didn't even lean into the the fun camp factor of having like heroes. Yeah, it, we didn't get much of a fun and games moment, did we? We didn't really get much of a moment. No, no, we didn't really see her fully developing her powers until kind of the very end. And if there was one big thing I would say that kind of keeps this film from kind of just being everything you said, because I do agree with you. I agree that it, it felt like in a lot of ways, a good throwback to some of those simpler times for uh, where films. they were like, yeah, we don't have to build universes. We know we're just kind of telling a story and we're, we're just kind of manipulating, pulling the little facts and characters that we want and making our own story with it. Like, right. It's kind of just like, but it okay. didn't commit to one thing no. it at some point said, this is a buddy cop, reluctant mentor uh, story. And then it said, no, just kidding. It's, it's also not. a self-discovery movie. Then it said, it's, oh, it's a future uh, changing the past, changing the future. It's also a uh, visions movie. And then it was like, not a really team up movie. And it's like, what it is said, this? oh, it's a superhero origin story. But then it was like, not really. We'll tease that at the very end. Yeah, I think it was that that where it was like it had a lot of things that it wanted to do. And, and it was of trying them. to get them all done in the one movie. And it's like. Eh, maybe maybe do one thing at a time. Maybe have your Madam Web movie, and then maybe have her meet the pe- the kids and train them, protect them, and train them, and then and then maybe have her discover something about herself in the in the first movie. I don't know. And more but, importantly, maybe have a villain who says all of his lines on camera and doesn't have to get dubbed over later. Terribly at that, because like half the things he said, you were like. You didn't just say that. <laughs> Your lips are not moving, <laughs> sir. That was great. Now, um, 
But all in all, if you are at least a little bit curious about this film and you know going in that this is definitely a library rental superhero film. It's a straight circa to... Circa 2004. Straight to DVD a superhero movie, go for it. If you know that that's the quality, that's the what you're getting, then then you'll be fine with it. And don't listen to the critics. I think if there's one thing the Pink Pop cast is known for is we, we like to, what is it, toe the line? That's not the word. Toe the line between <laughs> loving and hating no, good it's, and bad it's, movies. It's almost like we're not middling reviews. We're very middle of the road. I mm. think we, we like to present very level-headed opinions and views and while a lot of people are screaming best or worst we're here to say it it, exists it exists (laughs) and that's up to you to decide whether that's good or bad Our, our official spoiler-free review of madam web is it it exists exists. you decide This is why we don't do things at one in the morning. I don't know. I like that. I think that might be the best. (laughs) It exists. That movie exists. So hopefully check it out. Um, If we decided to upload this first section on YouTube, you can listen to the full uh, podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will do the full uh, walkthrough, which will probably be another what, like, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. There's really not much to talk about on yeah, this film. Honestly, I don't even think we need a super spoiler review, but we're going to do it and we're going to go into a few of the specifics of yeah. what we were like thinking in the theater at certain parts. So hopefully, so check that out. Uh, until next time, I'm Rizzo. I'm Benji. That's it. All Sweet. right. You ready for the spoiler free? Sweet dreams, pop stars. Keep being in the Amazon with someone's <laughs> mom researching spiders before they died. <laughs> All right, Benji, you ready to sit back and do spoiler spoiler review? Yeah, sure, let's go. All right. Um Jesus Christ. I I think my the thing I hated the most was that goddamn villain. Yeah. I and I feel bad. Okay, so the actor's name is Tahar Rahim. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Again, this is one in the morning. We did little to no research for it. But you know what? Probably more research than the film did for itself. (laughs) They're like, I don't know. Cast him. Yeah, we're not going to do a beat by beat because this movie doesn't deserve that. But, you know, like we said in the first part, it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's a lot of like little things that kind of add up Um, for one. Yeah, that villain. So like the big thing that kind of instigates this film is that our villain, he kills the mom in the Amazon yeah. in the prologue. Yeah. Um, he kills the mom, and he this guy loves, Ezekiel Sim loves to talk about his life. He just wants to, he wants everybody to know his motivation and why he's doing what he's doing. Constantly. He, yeah, he keeps having dreams. We all know this. Well, We're in the spoiler before, section. No, even before the dream, he kills the mom because he's just like, my family came from nothing. So now I'm, you done, I, we had a very hard life. Now I have a spider and things are great now. Okay, bye. Yeah, like how did he use the spider to get rich? Fucking don't know. <laughs> Fast forward about how many years? 20, 30 years. 20, 30 years. And then he's now having visions about his ass getting handed him by three teenage girls. And at first I was wondering, I was like, why are are they showing why are they spoiling the big reveal of their costumes and their fighting style and their group shot and then like when we got two-thirds of the way through the movie and they hadn't like gotten any powers or trained or changed or started building costumes i was like oh they're not gonna 
That's why they showed us so much in the beginning because we're not going to get anything absolutely with them not as spider people in the end. That's really annoying. So that was fun. That was one of the spoilers I saw, and I figured too when I saw the original trailer and they kept flashing it. It's it's such a strange universe that Sony has created where they have the rights to all of these side characters, and so they 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 know. They know, which is true, and, and obviously I'm not saying that they're crazy for thinking this. Nobody gives a fuck about their side characters. <laughs> so they're doing their best to remind people, by the way, we do have these characters and they can be cool. Look. And they are associated with... With the, the superheroes that you know that we can't actually technically name, so we're not going to name them. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely the, the weirdest part of this film. I feel like it... It stood out the most that they they were clearly trying to make something from the ingredients that they had, but the ingredients that they were using that weren't um, related to Spider Man actually did work. Again, the three girls who are kind of out of their out of their league, needing to trust in an older mentor who clearly doesn't like kids. It doesn't want to be there. I mean, it's a plot you've seen a thousand times before, but there's a reason why it can work. We like seeing grumpy older people have to like take care of kids and have their hearts softened over time, you know? In movies. It, yeah, no, in real life, please be a good parent. <laughs> please, please know that you want kids before you end up taking care of them in real life. <laughs> but in Hollywood, it, it's fun. It's fun to watch someone who clearly needs to loosen up a bit. Learn to loosen up a bit. Loosey goosey. And then we met we met a lot of the the Parkers. Yeah, no, that's the part that really starts to kind of <laughs> deteriorate. They were like, look, look, look. You remember Ben Parker? That's Uncle Ben. You had to uh, I had to tell that you that to me because you were like Ben Parker. And I was like, who the fuck is Ben Parker? Should well, I know at first I was like, I don't even know how much they're gonna lean into this. And then we get two like they had two random surprise cameos. We got Mike Epps super randomly, and I was like, What is he doing? Yeah. Here? And then we got when we walked in the house for the baby shower, we got Emma Roberts, and I was like, Excuse me. <laughs> like, none of you were in the promos. Like, what are you talking about? Not at all, but it makes sense because Emma Roberts is playing Mary Parker who is the mother too we won't name them here because the film doesn't <laughs> the name film never says his name no so in in the film you have ben parker and and i keep wanting to call her anastasia cassandra they're working together he's lovable he's trying to get her to loosen up she's like nah man my mom was researching spiders and died fuck her <laughs> um gets in the car wreck like you said starts having these visions in probably the strongest aspect of the film when she's like discovering that she's seeing and repeating uh, events in real life. Yeah, her visions are intense. Loud. Yeah, because they're not so much visions as her like almost time traveling. Like it's like she is there. Like it's not yeah. like a dream and it's like, oh, once once she learns her powers, she'll be able to differentiate. Like there's a there's like a framing difference or like yeah. a or like a sheen on her visions. It's like, no, like she's there and then she's not. Like so I'm I'm interested to know how she is gonna differentiate in the future, but I guess you just know at well, some point. I would love for this film to give us some bearing of anything, but uh, for one, doesn't really ever explain why Ezekiel Sims is having dreams about three girls killing him. Well, I think 
think its explanation was the since he stole the spider from the Amazon uh, with his her mom before she died, uh, that he was cursed is what they said. So I think his the curse was that he was going to be killed by, I guess, other people led by the spider to kill him. Yeah, but that doesn't but not end up happening. Amazon. No, but she she does kill him, and she's I guess she's his curse. That's what she said in the end. She was like, you know, they weren't your curse. I was not curse. She didn't say curse, but she was like, they yeah. weren't your future. I was. It's so it's, they don't explain there. that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm stick like, with what I it's said. There in a very 2000s way, I think <laughs> they don't explain that. They don't. I guess they don't explain why her power is activated, but I'm assuming it's Catwoman rules where she died and then got brought back. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like the death, I think, that did it. Okay, so then that happens, and then she realizes that these three girls are on the on the train with her. She has a vision of each one of them being killed by Ezekiel Sims, who likes to wear either a suit or... Or uh, a spider suit. A spider suit or a regular suit with no shoes. Depending on how she's seen the vision. Mm -hmm. And so she sees this vision. Uh, This is the second time she's had a chance to save someone. She's almost about to walk away. Realizes, no, just kidding. Goes in. And in the part where I really was like, man, these script writers are not really working hard for this. She just like casually and in the most Dakota Johnson way says, hey guys, we gotta get off of this uh, this bus because we're gonna die. And the girl's like, no, we shouldn't listen to you. You're strange. She's like, I'm gonna take your... And then she's like, but I have your skateboard. <laughs> but I have your skateboard. And like the film, she's like, gotta trust me. And the movie really never does much to... Like, well, once they see the guy, it's like, I guess I got to trust you. I don't know. So sure, why not? So they drive with her. She ends up getting... Uh, uh, so as Ezekiel Sims is trying to kill these three girls, again, because of a vision he had, and he also has access to technology. Mm-hmm. Early, right, post-9-11. Uh, yeah, like facial recognition software and stuff like that. So he's hunting for them. His assistant is hunting for them through the grid of cameras and stuff and he's hunting and they what steal the the when he attacks them on the train they end up stealing a taxi oh my god and she drives it for the rest of the movie and for me i was just like how has nobody found this taxi yet at all like she pulls the license plates off at one point and i'm like that just makes your car more conspicuous exactly. in my opinion it's like why why are you not getting pulled over and it's not like she's driving in like rural areas she's in new york city like there's a billion cars and a trillion police officers like nobody's looking at your taxi and going hey lady your taxi has no fucking plates also taxi 4g72 was uh, reported missing uh yesterday so like what are you doing with it and then somebody of your description was described stealing it and also somebody of your description is labeled a child thief and they saw the girls getting in the car with you and now they're gone what'd you fucking do yeah and one of the many there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that it's kind of like I don't want to say blink and you'll miss it, but it definitely feels as if the script goes that is this is what's happening. And if you really sit and think about it, you go, wait, what? But in the span of a literally two or three minutes, Ezekiel Sims gets on the train to kill the three girls. Dakota Johnson has a vision. Tells the girls to get off the train. The girls are not sure because obviously stranger danger. Why should they be sure? They see cops 
One of them, Sydney Sweeney, says, hey, cops, we're being abducted. They don't do any established – they don't do, like, any type of close-ups or inserts to show that the, cops, the cops heard them and are heard or acknowledge it. after them, yeah. And nothing happens up until at a certain point they approach the cops and are like, oh, good, you're here. And the cops immediately – Start arresting her. Cuff the white woman <laughs> in 2003 who looks pretty respectable. Mm. And they immediately are cuffing her. And all I'm thinking is, I'm sorry, did I miss something? Because I don't know why. Yeah, because it wouldn't even be the same cops that were there. No. That when she said that. So it's like all they would have to go on is uh, white girl is yelling that white woman is uh, attacking or is, is kidnapping her. So they would just know like, oh, watch out for four girls. One of them might be getting kidnapped. We're not explaining it the best way. I, I don't think... We can do it justice. It's the way the film is edited. If it just you, doesn't make sense. It's like that the based off the description they would have gotten if they even got it at that point because it was so like quickly after. Yeah. Like they wouldn't have arrested her. They wouldn't even have known. No. What was going on. And then the best part is while these girls are like, we don't trust you. We don't trust you. Dakota Johnson looks up at the top of the subway tunnel and goes, do you trust me now, basically? And points up and... Ezekiel Sims, who no more than what thirty to one sec to sixty seconds ago. I don't know why that part's tripping you up. He's changing into his, his in spider her suit. visions. <laughs> he kills these three girls in his suit and bare feet. But somewhere between the vision not happening and then him chasing after them inside the bus as they're escaping on like the what is that called the panel or the like the loading dock yeah he's chasing him inside like he can't escape the train he's in his full normal suit and then 60 seconds later he's in a spider-man suit 60 seconds is more than enough time for a superhero to change have you ever seen just, superman change have you out. ever seen spider-man change okay. Look, he's crawling on the walls after them they're freaking out um this man by the way all he has to do is kill three teenage girls yeah. It's all he needs to do. But he So instead of killing the three teenage girls, he ends up uh the the cops were arresting her, but then they see him or they don't even see him. He just starts killing the officers around them. Yeah. Kills like what, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve officers and is fighting so all the quick. officers. Around them, by uh, the yeah. way. The three girls are in the center of these cops who don't realize Spider Man's trying to kill them. Completely, Sorry, Ezekiel Sims. Completely defenseless, these girls. No powers, no anything. And he of course decides to take it out on the cops. Kills all the cops. Easily. Like it like he's literally like <laughs> taking him like he's like Dracula. And, yeah, gives the gives the girls time to run away, which is like, um, I you're focusing on the wrong people, sir. <laughs> I, I don't I don't condone murdering young girls, but if that's what you're trying to do, maybe do it. <laughs> so that that's when Anastasia I'm gonna be calling her three things. It's Cassandra, Anastasia, Dakota Johnson, whatever. Right. She steals the cab, she's all grumpy, the three girls are in the back, they're like, We're being kidnapped. Yeah. She's like, You're not being kidnapped. And then the radio's like, actually, they are being kidnapped by a white woman. And she's like, oh, shit, now I have to kidnap now you. Now there's an APB out on me, blah, and blah, so blah. so then she's got to lighten up, takes them out to the woods, and then fucking leaves them there so she can do research. <laughs> and this is like what I was saying. And so this is kind of, again, I really don't want to go beat by beat because it is 
almost two in the morning. Yeah, like we're not gonna go. But I, I needed to like do all that preamble because when we get to this part, this is when I go, what is this movie trying to be? Because we've barely established any time with these four characters together. We spent a lot of time with Anastasia and Ben Parker. We spent a lot of time with her at her job. We spent a lot of time meeting the fact that that like the family around her and all the Parkers and the baby shower that she doesn't want to be a part of. And then Mike Epps who's also a coworker who is the first casualty of her post accident. I'm having dreams where I could save someone, but I don't save someone. Yeah. And he dies. And so then there's a funeral. She doesn't go do that's like 40 to 50 minutes of the movie. <laughs> and then we finally officially meet the three girls that she's going to be taking care of for the rest of the film. She briefly tells them, get off the, the train saves them, gets them in the back of a cab. They have like a few funny one-liners and we get to kind of know the characters. The car, yeah. And that's it. And that's all they have to, to to like ingratiate themselves before she drops them off in the middle of the fucking forest and says, yeah. I need you to trust me, stay here. And I'm like, these are 16-year-old girls yeah. like in 2003. Fuck the system. They're not going to stay there for you. Yeah, and then she, like, leaves, like, all fucking day. Comes back at nighttime, and they're already gone uh, at a restaurant, dancing on some tabletops. And I do like the fact that Dakota Johnson hits this man with a car, not once, but twice. <laughs> twice in this movie, she fully hits him. First with a car, and then with a flying ambulance. <laughs> like, that was impressive that was very impressive that was definitely i had to stop and take that but note. i was like what the fuck but like, that's that right there like we could literally stop there because at that point i started thinking to myself that this film's all over the place it yeah. it, it clearly it i was like oh this is the moment we're gonna all be together for the rest of the film okay cool and then it says no just kidding she's gonna take off to do a little bit of research yeah. comes back and saves them because of course you left three teenage girls in the forest. Yep, and then they wandered off, and then you Got saved them. Got themselves in trouble again. Yeah, you saved them, took them to a motel. Takes them to a motel, where she then leaves again, again. for some more research. Yep. And then leaves them a third a time, third time to go to fucking Peru. For a whole week, and just leaves them with her coworker and is like, hey, watch these three girls that I randomly have inexplicably, and I'm not going to tell you teenage really much girls. about it. These teenage girls. Keep them in your house with your pregnant wife, and the cops might or might not be sister, after us. I think us. That's his, that was his sister. sister. Sorry. Yes, but anyways, yeah, I was just kind of like, that's a lot to take on. I don't care who you are. Like... No, like, <laughs> go away, you freak. That's like what it's because the film just at a certain point is like there was no natural momentum because, again, it feels so reverse engineered mm -hmm. to include everything that Sony has the rights to. It's like we have these three spider women from I I had no prior knowledge of any of them. I don't yeah. think you did. Right. Yeah. Our cousins who we saw it with, they were definitely telling us about it. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to remember none of that. <laughs> Got it. But Sydney Sweeney apparently is supposed to be a nerd. They did a great job making her look like a nerd. No, the other one was a nerd. Dora was the nerd. God damn it. Yeah, Dora was the nerd. I don't know what Cindy, Sydney Sweeney's character oh, type fuck, I don't caricature right. was. And then the other girl was the rich girl, which 
was so annoying to me because they kept being all like, oh, yeah, uh, your parents just going to buy you another yacht. Like, oh, yeah, your parents are going to give you money. And I'm like, girl, she's dressed just like you guys. Like, what what about her is signaling to you guys that she's rich? Because I don't see anything. No. She looks like a teenager to me. If anything, she looks like, I don't know, like she's like riding a skateboard and stuff. I'm like, she looks more chill than y'all. Like, y'all, I don't know what's going on here. Why are we picking on her? Yeah, no, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely was like, we have these three characters. We've got this Madam Web character, who in theory is like pretty cool. But definitely, yeah, she needs to be driving trucks into people mm -hmm. because she's got no actual powers. Mm -hmm. She's just a human who can see the future. Um, the film, if the film didn't have the in association with Marvel logo and if it wasn't coming out as much as it wants to be a throwback to 2003 and those types of movies, if it was actually if it actually came out like in 2003, if it actually came out in, like 1999, like along with other blades or like spawns, yeah. I think they would have actually leaned into the final destination of it all and really allowed us to kind of watch a movie that is more of a horror-esque thriller of a woman who has these visions of the future and needs – didn't like – a Sandra Bullock movie come out at one point that was kind of what this movie probably was, Premonition. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see that one. Well, you know. She it, kept seeing her death and then had to prevent it. Stuff like that. And this movie definitely could have, like, really benefited from just picking a lane and sticking to it. <laughs> but instead, it spent so much. Because, like, by the time she just says, hey, three girls that I'm supposed to be growing connected to, um... Yeah, we've had three scenes together. That's enough, right? I'm going to Peru. And I was like, there is zero natural <laughs> progression to the way this script is like moving along. Yeah. It's just saying we've got to go here. We've got to go there. Oh, shit. We have the three characters. Um, Yeah, no, leave them. Leave them with him. your coworker. He's cool, right? He's chill. It's Uncle Ben. You're fine. Yeah. He gets it. It's the type of stuff that only makes sense in a movie world. Because yeah. in a real world, when you like widen the scope there's no reason for these three girls who've never met each other to stick together outside of the fact that they're all kind of orphans yeah that's kind of like nobody's parents are around it's like a whole thing so it is a whole thing um damn yeah the, i'm glad you reminded me of the because at the end in the final battle she does save their ass by driving a ambulance through a calvin klein sign on the <laughs> second floor of a parking, parking garage, garage yeah. and it flies through. And the best part about that, Ezekiel Sims, once again, he's, uh, he's found the girls. I got to kill them because what they, 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 they cannot, they have to die. Dude, his dialogue is so weird. He is standing on the hood of a car as Ben is driving his pregnant and about to give birth sister to the hospital. Three girls decided to join because even though Dakota Johnson leaves three girls in the forest, Uncle he Ben not. will not leave three girls <laughs> in an apartment. No three girls left behind. <laughs> so these five characters are in this car. Dakota Johnson is far away driving, chasing after visions to make sure she saves them in time. Ezekiel Sims, the bad guy, is on the hood of the car. He's about to kill him, about to toss in a, a grenade. Bomb, yeah. She drives this ambulance through the air. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this is so awesome. Where's she going to go? Because she's going to ram into the car. She's going to kill the pregnant lady. <laughs> but the best part is Ezekiel Sims, he's considered this. He was like, you know what? I really wasn't trying to kill a pregnant lady today. 
I'm gonna do a really big jump into the air so, so I get in the I, line of fire. So I jump right into the way of this Boom. flying truck. <laughs> so considerate Ezekiel Sims. He'll kill three teenage girls. But he will not kill an innocent woman on the way to give birth to Peter Parker. I will say that you said the name. Ah, fuck. You can't say the fucking name. Fuck, that that's my bad. F words. That was the other thing too. Like he's this guy. Oh God, can we? I know it's late. Just to, I wish I had the energy to do the justice or injustice of how weird this villain was. Just the fact that we know little to nothing about him and everything we know about him, he is saying in the most overdubbed accent heavy dialogue I've yeah. ever heard in a film. I'm like, I think he knows little to anything about himself. He's just like, I have these powers. And I keep seeing these girls kill me, so they gotta die. That's they gotta all die. I, that's all I know. They gotta die. Hey, hey, hey! These girls can't be allowed to live. They must die. And he'll tell anybody who will listen. You know? Yeah. And and <laughs> anybody will listen. <laughs> and he doesn't kill unnecessarily, which I found funny. Like at a certain point, she's like, "He's not gonna." Uh, when uh, Madam Wed finally catches up, hits him midair, and then he's down for the count. So then she tells the three girls, "Get in the ambulance. We're gonna drive away." And then she turns to Uncle Ben and goes, "Hey." Take Mary as far away from here. He's not going to chase after you. And I was like, he really isn't, is he? He's not. He's, he just, he's very kind of one track minded. It's not one track as in he's like, I'm trying to kill these girls and anybody who's like in my way is going to get killed. It's very like, I'm trying to get these girls and anyone who's in the vicinity is always going to, is also going to yeah, catch these hands. But he's like, not thinking for, he's not, he could have been chasing the footage like, oh, we have access to all of the footage. Uh, roll back that footage. See where they went. They went into a, a, a taxi. Chase that taxi can. Use every single camera to chase the taxi can, uh, taxi cab to wherever it needs to go. Does he do that? No. Uh, oh, Hey, and, and then his assistant's like, oh, my God, they keep evading you. How do they keep doing this? Um, I'm going to find out more about this woman who's with them. I don't care about her. I don't care about the woman. I want to kill these girls. It's like, uh, I think you should care about the woman who has twice helped them evade you. Like, she literally is the one that keeps thwarting you. So what are you why, What are you expecting? He is a one-track man. He's like, I didn't see her in my visions. They don't matter. <laughs> Except like, but you would think, but the thing is, is if he was actually that one track minded, where he's like, actually, I don't give a fuck about her. If I can get my hands on these girls for two seconds, they're dead. If he was like working with that kind of energy, yeah. he could have easily killed them without even worrying about Madam Webb because he did catch them a couple of times. So many times. Like a few times he had his hands on the girls or he was very close to it. And I mean, like, like we said at the train, like he was there, but he fought all the cops for absolutely no reason. No, they were not after him. He could have killed those girls. They were arresting so, the white woman. Right? The girl, the cops wouldn't even have known what happened to the girls. He could have killed them so fast. And then again, in the very end, in the final battle on the rooftop, like he literally had all of them and he just like smacked the few girls aside instead of killing them. So it's just kind of like if you were that one track minded, you could, but you keep getting distracted. Like he gets there and he's like, ah, yes, I did it. And then he's like, now I'm going to fight everybody around them. And he's like, I need like, to tell them my story. It's oh, the like, best part that's, too. That's classic bad guy, though. So the best part too is at a certain point he starts equating Cassandra, Anastasia, Dakota Johnson's character to her mother before her, and he's like, "Your mother underestimated me." I was like, "Excuse me, his her mother 
was a researcher in the Amazon who was pregnant, who, as far as she knew, you were just her bodyguard. You Underestimate, right. you lied to her. Yeah, she didn't underestimate you. She, she wasn't hired, your mortal enemy. She hired you for a job that you said you would do, and then you shot her. Like, she was a means <laughs> to an end. If anything, you probably forgot about her fucking name. <laughs> right? She was not anybody that you were like, ah, you, Miss Webb. Miss like, Webb, you underestimated me. It's like, no. Underestimated you. No, she trusted you is the word you're looking for. <laughs> I don't know. To a narcissist, yeah. they're like, what? Trust. You didn't know I was bad. Er. Anyways, so that was a fun movie. I think that we hit everything right. Oh, uh, you missed the part where she went to Peru and then had a vision and saw her mom and realized that her mom was trying to go to the Amazon to research spires to yeah, find a cure she for her, some disease. She, for the disease, they said that uh, when her mom was pregnant with her, they said she was going to be born with like a disease and, and she was like, no, I have to do something about this. And they're like, it's inoperable. And she was like, oh, there's spiders that can help. And then that's why she was in the Amazon. And apparently Dakota Johnson thought that her mom hated her and didn't care about her. And that's why she went to the Amazon while she was still pregnant with her. And to that, I say, uh, maybe, maybe that, maybe, <laughs> but also, like, how is it that she has a literal trunk, like a, a suit, like a big suitcase full of her mom's like papers and right. notes on the spider, <laughs> and at nowhere in those notes, not one place, does it say. I'm doing this for my daughter. Like, if I can do this, it can save her. It's the the doctor said she's gonna have this disease, but from what I've seen in this spider, it can take care of this. Like the peptides and the peptides and the all the stuff. Or maybe she just never actually read through them. She probably didn't read <laughs> through them at all. Anyways, uh, that and then uh, she she goes blind in the end, like the actual Madam Web character, and and then they finally show the characters again in their costume for like ten more seconds. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, I guess good. They for said, y'all. "Do you want this movie?" We're like, "That was the movie you promised that us." That was the movie that we were told was already happening. So I don't know why these films now have this is a new thing, and this is the ultimate thing that lets you know it's not a movie made in 2003 because back in 2003, oh, they couldn't wait to they show you fucking costumes to put you in the costume. They were we're like, ooh, ooh, we, oh man, we're gonna cream yourselves with how many costumes we have like, in this movie. They were like, spite. We're making a Spider-Man movie. We're gonna have him in a proto Guess costume. What? Exactly. We're gonna have him in his real costume. You fucking kidding me and with this gonna, shit? He's gonna hand make that shit because we can't think of a way that he would really be able to like go get a costume oh, or have one handed to him. We are not gonna justify so this costume. Literally, just gonna through his own gumption just put that shit together one day, and it's gonna look. It's going to look fantastic. exactly. And you know how much of a shit we're going to give about it blending in with real life? Zero we shit. We don't care. We and we're don't doing care. this 20 minutes into the this, movie. This high school kid 20 minutes into the movie is going to be able to make a multi-million dollar movie level costume and that, in his bedroom. That was the early 2000s. <laughs> and now we're at a point in time where Buzz fucking Lightyear doesn't get his own costume <laughs> until the very end of his origin movie. Yeah. And to that I say, fuck you. <laughs> Stop showing me the costume in the last 20 minutes right. you hey don't be cowards don't be. give us costumes at the beginning and <laughs> start us out with the costumes i feel like it was like we we saw them in the costume almost as much as we did in the trailers like it was oh like absolutely we got maybe 30 more seconds of them in the costume i'm like come on guys uh, like, so i we should have said that in our spoiler free review but if you came to that video or if you came to that film for those costumes Definitely pass. Don't waste your time. Wait for the second one that will definitely be made for some reason. For oh, God. They're going to make it. Something tells me 
it's gonna happen. Like Cowards. I feel like there's so many good things that yes. just get canceled, and then randomly they like get something up their butt about like the thing that everybody hated, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 it was a good idea. We can make it better, and then they just make something worse. Yeah, like at least the first one thought it was good. <laughs> uh, you know what though? I'll end on this. I liked Adam Scott a lot as Ben Parker. Oh, is that his name? Adam Scott, yeah. Ooh. I just like Adam Scott. I think, and I think they had a, a, an interesting chemistry, like him and Dakota Johnson. But again, before the movie decided it was trying to also be a superhero film when it was just kind of like the thriller aspects of a girl, of a woman who's a career woman. She's a career woman. Get out of my way. I got a career to go <laughs> I to. Work. I got work to do. I got people to save, but I also don't care if I save them or not. Yeah, kind when of. it was just that movie, I was like, yeah, I could watch this. And then when it was uh, her taking care of the three girls, I was like, yeah, I guess I could watch this too. And then when it was uh, Ezekiel Sims <laughs> tells his life story to every person he meets, I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this. I didn't mind when he was doing the explanation in bed. He, he the, the shirtless scene for him was nice. That redeemed his character a little bit. I, know, I feel bad. If I ever meet that actor, I bet he's a really goddamn good actor. <laughs> but... Whatever happened in the post. Much, yeah, there wasn't much to work with here. And the, the post was not, post audio was not helping. No, him. post was not posting. All right, Benji, you have anything else to say or is I'm that it? I'm tired. I think, I think we did a good job. I think we hit most everything. You know, there's other little things here and there, but those are little gems that you get to discover if you go see this. Movie, Remember, but our, you don't our, have to. our official podcast review of Madam Web is. It, it exists. exists. You decide. <laughs> um, if you want to listen to this in its entire, well, you're listening to it. It's an entirety. I don't know. If don't you really... want to see the video of this, it's on our Patreon for a dollar. I don't you remember don't if you have can... to, if you don't want, or can we upload a video to pending? Hold on. Hold on. What was I saying? Oh, yes. Follow us. If you can on, on your podcast place. Yeah. However you do that. Oh, we like to talk over each other. Now, what were you saying? No, I just thought you were, I was saying that the video will be on Patreon, but then you, I thought you were going to say like, we can upload videos to some of the podcast things. No, no, no. Yeah. What he said, our podcast is available video wise. You can get it on our dollar tier of Patreon. Mm -hmm. But if it's you're all not already watching it there. If you're not already watching it there and there it's all, it's all, it's always free wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes. The audio. The audio. All right, it's it's uh it is now two o three in the morning. Yes, holy shit! So that it's been real, pop stars. Sweet dreams. And until next time, I'm Rizzo. I'm Benji. And that was Ezekiel Sims. And he was in the Amazon with, with our my mom, mom studying spiders. When she was researching spiders right before she died. And uh, that's that. And now he's dead too. Spoiler. Bye. <laughs>